Welcome to another episode of Right Friend Geek Show. We are your hosts Vishnu and Shankar and we are back with another episode where we're going to talk about vaccination. Yeah, well, given the current situation in the world, yeah, we kind of refrained from talking about it uh, as a main episode. Um I think until last week when we had an unscripted stuff. But then I thought this might be a good opportunity to discuss um, what vaccination actually means, how did vaccination come into being, and what really happens, um, you know, with your immune system and vaccination and all that kind of stuff. But I want to start with a disclaimer that we are not medical professionals, right? Uh, we are not the authority to talk about it. All that we are going to talk here is based on our internet research, <laughs> right? Yeah, with as much fact checking <laughs> as possible, to be honest. We uh, should have got a doctor or someone to talk about it probably. I, uh, yeah, we, we could try and do that provided doctors are all busy right now, you yeah, know, serving so the country, serving the I world. think the best thing we can do at this point is appreciate the effort that they're putting in, you know, kind of containing this uh, outbreak and stuff like that. Yeah, so I think we can just uh, jump straight into it. Uh, this will be more like an overview about how immune system works, what is the history of back vaccine. We'll not go into specific details because that would um, be more like a biology class and I don't think either of us are qualified in that way because after 10th standard I took computer science. Same here, same <laughs> here. Even during 10th also the only section of biology that I understood was why are you laughing? <laughs> No, life processes. I was talking about that uh, that uh, practical thing we do with the <laughs> plants, uh, skin and stuff, right? And you just scalp out some uh, mm, from the cheek, right? Uh, some cheek yeah, tissue from your mm. cheek and all that. What, what what were you thinking? I was thinking you were more interested in the reproduction part. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm I'm a clean cut gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that, uh, you know, been seeing you since almost 30 years. So. Yeah. Anyway, uh, as I said, disclaimer again, we are not experts. Um, and don't take this as a way to develop your own vaccination or stuff. As we know, um, you know, everybody probably would have heard this story in during their science classes, right? That Edward Jenner was the person who invented vaccine for uh, smallpox. Basically, he injected some cowpox cells into a boy and, you know, it just worked out. That's what happened. But then we'll go into details of, of how that happened and what happens behind the scenes. As an overview, a vaccination is a biological preparation that when ingested into a body, it creates acquired immunity against particular infectious diseases. Now, I say acquired uh, immunity. Acquired immunity is the immunity that, that is developed by the body against one specific uh, pathogen. Now, pathogen means it can be either virus or bacteria. Um, won't go into detail about what virus and bacteria is because that will be another biology class altogether. Uh, just that there are two different kind of pathogens which can cause harm in the body. Bacteria is little different from virus. Virus is almost always harmful. Bacteria, on the other hand, there are good and bad ones. Uh, good ones are the ones which exist inside our body. We have this bi um, microscopic biome. It's called biome where we have this uh, microorganism system inside of us. Sounds a little weird when you say because imagine this. You have like trillions of bacteria inside your body, on your face, on inside your stomach and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I've, I've read a little bit about it. Like it aids in your digestion and stuff like that. Then you have like a lot of... 
bacterias on your face which <laughs> even end up having sex a lot of times right yeah so, bacterias making out on your fob <laughs> so our our face is kind of like a bed for them or like a probably like a trip to uh, some place or it, it, it's like that it, it's entirely like their ecosystem right they live uh, they grow up there i mean they don't make out like the way mammals and other animals do there's a completely different reproduction uh, cycle for them so we don't have to worry about it but yeah your face and entire body is covered with a lot of bacteria yeah bottom line is but they still do it we'll just leave you with that thought yeah. um the word vaccination comes from latin word vacca can you guess what it means vacum i don't know no <laughs> cow cow yes holy cow because the first, first vaccine was cowpox vaccine oh, so you, you okay. get So we all have this understanding that Edward Jenner invented vaccine for smallpox which is true but there was a process similar to vaccination which was followed in ancient uh, times which was called inoculation um we'll get into how what vaccination actually means so va- basically vaccination is uh, you know ingesting a mild milder pathogen into your body and getting resistance but inoculation was different in the sense that you directly injected the pathogen into your into the body of the person you wanted to vaccinate So in most cases it didn't work and this was practiced in a country far east where diseases are not uncommon and even making headlines China yeah well okay yeah <laughs> and that, they did <laughs> and even in parts of india this was followed during the medieval times like injecting smallpox smallpox is a disease which was existing since a long time i i didn't know that i thought it was uh, not that old a disease but apparently that disease is and i think even in hindu ancient hindu texts they are mentioned these this, this disease is mentioned as well yeah right? from the from the beginning to even now like our moms our grandmoms generation they used to call it vasuri yes. so when someone gets vasuri they are done it's like you know there's no point uh, even call your relatives to, oh, you can't yeah, even call your relatives to get a, a doctor and all that you don't call your relative because it's contagious right? yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah and i i i think there are uh, until recently i mean m- not in our generation maybe the generation before that there were people who had survived it as well but it kind of causes a lot of severe deformity on their faces i think the uh, there are few people that we know few actors the first stuff. person that comes to my mind is om puri exactly that was actor, a, that was about to great actor. that's what i was about to mention yeah. even i've had a brush with smallpox you know that oh god <laughs> should I, i tell that story please why not I think this was back in 2010 uh, I was in the first year of my college before the first sem exams and sem and semester examinations I felt sick I had uh, uh, fever mm. and a uh, little bit of dizziness and all right. that and I almost fainted one day so my uh, mom and dad were not at home you mm. were also not there I don't know you were I was at, work. at work yeah and my aunt uh, were the aunt and uncle were there they took me to the hospital So the doctor he checked like what happened blah 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 he checked my head and all that so he could find some you know bruises and stuff some bubbles and bruises and then he goes ah this is uh, smallpox <laughs> like what <laughs> smallpox <laughs> you are getting ready for your <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm like okay fine days. i'm getting my coffin <laughs> getting ready to go down <laughs> and then it, it's like i'm I sure he, he meant uh, chicken yeah pox. probably he just meant <laughs> How can a doctor be that that ignorant? I well, uh, I have no idea uh, because I, we all took vaccination for all these things, right? 
um i probably have i don't think we have taken vaccination otherwise no 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 vaccination i think it was different like our time it was some ingestible thing like polio yeah i think so but uh, i think generation before us they had this painful yeah. uh, needle inserted in uh, their arms and they still have those marks right and i think even for admission to school and colleges you needed to show them the mark yeah. something like yeah. that it was a, it was the proof that you have taken vaccination against smallpox and other stuff so yeah that's my uh, brush with uh, smallpox <laughs> our body has an inbuilt immune system that helps us fight against most most of the pathogens if we didn't have that immune system we would be dead already right because there is a ton of pathogens trying to get inside our body in every nook and corner right so the immune system is helped by immune cells which start as stem cells inside bone marrow and lymph nodes help produce these immune uh, immune cells as well and lymph nodes are the nodes i don't know if we can f- i mean i mean you can feel it probably they are uh, situated near areas where we have orifices right like like your mouth ears and your armpits and genitals and all that so um, <laughs> they are located they are so strategically located to prevent any uh, pathogens from actually entering your body looks like it's not doing its job properly yeah when it is overpowered you can't blame it right <laughs> it's like blitzkrieg yeah and uh, you've heard of this organ called spleen yeah yeah i always used to wonder what actually it i mean i didn't know I what it is i used to feel does. like it's something which is close to like pancreas and stuff <laughs> it is I it think, is right yeah. oh, and spleen is the organ that helps uh, separate the pathogen from the blood okay so if you if the pathogens like bacteria virus enters your blood spleen is the one that isolates them right um so that you can prevent it from in, uh, infecting your body so these are all natural mechanisms of the body to fight against um pathogens another way is muscles uh, start contracting like you feel like vomiting muscles start reacting and uh, these vomiting is a sensation that happens when your uh, body is trying to reject these pathogens whichever way possible so you vomiting means the pathogens get out of the body and the if when the vomit comes from the other side it's diarrhea <laughs> exactly that was yeah. my next point i knew it i so am a biologist it, it is <laughs> biologist it I is a biologist. It, it is either upwards or downwards <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right <laughs> but you handle them yeah probably the same way right <laughs> uh, okay i think i can handle diarrhea a lot more than vomit. <laughs> vomiting vomit, vomit actually just... makes you feel really yeah and then uh, your skin protects from most of the things from entering the body uh, skin has a little bit of uh, i mean and there is this mucus mem- uh, co- you know that keeps running around inside your nose and nose hairs and all those kind so these are all body is like a fortified fortified uh, castle kind of a thing so these are the uh, you know first level of defense see the most of the things that you find to be yucky mm. disgusting is there to protect you so exactly respect phlegm <laughs> <laughs> Right. It, it it coats your stomach also does, like your uh, from the, the entire uh, hydrochloric pipe. acid uh, to entire you know, esophagus and everything body. right otherwise yeah. uh, these acids which are generated inside your stomach will burn and cause like ulcer yeah. yeah anyway now let's say with all these things in place a pathogen enters your body that is when the body starts re- reacting to it so there are these cells called antigen presenting cells now what does an antigen mean uh, we call uh, virus and bacteria as pathogens right antigens are the um, are is something like maybe a part of the virus or a part of the bacteria um, you know which is not the complete thing so antigen presenting cells called apc are produced in the bone marrow and uh, uh, you know it monitors the blood for pathogens 
and when apc ends up meeting an external pathogen what it does is it undergo it uh, undergoes a process called phagocytosis so phagocytosis is like you might have seen this animation where you know bl- white blood cells come and try to consume the pathogen destroy uh-huh. them so what this uh, particular apc does is it will uh, surround these pathogens break them down into smaller pieces okay and then they carry these pieces to the nearest lymph node when that happens the immune response starts firing the body's immune response says oh okay this is an external pathogen i have identified what it is now let me figure out how to you know get rid of this so body is doing most of the work here that is a point we have to understand we are not injecting any external agents into the body we are utilizing the body's innate immune system the adaptive immune system for fighting against external pathogens now when lymph nodes um, start this responses so signals from apc activate something called t cells t cells are certain kind of proteins called cytokine what cytokine does is it will uh, start generating the cells for immune system and it also regulates them uh, in some cases it tells the cells to multiply rapidly because uh, you might need these cells in large number to um, you know ca- kind of control the pathogen some and they also give them instructions on which cells to kill or to kill the cells in the body which are already affected by mm-hmm. the pathogen right so this is like uh, defense like armed forces uh, you know being yeah. deployed and all that kind of stuff when the pathogens infiltrate <clears throat> the the armed uh, cells they fight back finding out exactly uh, which one are the pathogen pathogens yeah and similar to t cells uh, there is another bunch of uh, cells called b cells uh, okay. which are immune cells that multiply rapidly and generate antibodies or proteins that kill the microbes now what happens is after, once all these things happens the initial infection is dealt with although the infection is taken care of some of these t cells and b cells remain in the body because they are just being prepared for the secondary attack so any time in future again the same pathogen comes you have t cells and b cells who are you know memory cells they call memory cells because they have the memory of the pathogen which has come earlier they are ready to fight again they so, are the dormant force which will be called when exactly. an, another attack happens oh, so wow so this is basically how a vaccine works now what is a vaccine there are two type of vaccines one is live attenuated vaccines now what does live attenuated vaccine means in li- in live attenuated vaccines you take the pathogen you reduce the strength of the pathogen you don't kill them or you don't use a part of the pathogen you basically use the same pathogen that is causing the disease attenuate them attenuation means you are reducing the power uh, this is basic sometimes it's done by uh, let's say it's a vaccine affecting human beings um these vaccines will be repeat in the lab they are repeatedly used against um, cells of other organisms so they are used to only that particular cell then when you put them back into humans right they will not be able to create that kind of uh, uh, response from their side and they'll be very uh, less powerful but basically they are the same pathogens yeah. so body will start generating immunity towards them so even when a non attenuated vaccine comes to your body it can remember the pathogen and it can yeah, be the prepared the tnb blood cells which are uh, b yeah, right tnb tnb yes tb okay <laughs> <laughs> so they'll TV. be they'll be there uh, you know just in the reserve force yeah so one advantage back. of this uh, some of the examples are uh, vaccination for uh, chickenpox mm. uh, mumps these are all live attenuated uh, vaccines uh, biggest advantage is that you might need maybe one or two shots in your life it takes care of everything 
Now, again, there is a drawback. Since you're using the entire uh, pathogen, right? There is a small chance that it may uh, just come back and attack you uh, yeah. with full force. Now, that will actually bring out that disease in you. Uh, usually when you get vaccinated you'll have some side effects like you'll get a little fever because it, it's mildly affecting you and body is having that uh, immune Reaction. immune response right so this is one of the reasons that polio vaccine the oral polio vaccine is not legal in US anymore okay. because there are cases where kids actually get polio because of the vaccine yeah, when you uh, use like i think i heard one of the podcasts about polio and invention of polio vaccines it's not vaccine right it's drops Yeah the oral bo- yeah, drops. Yeah oral drops. There are so, other ways also but oral is the one that yeah, is a problem. Yeah that's uh that's said to have like 95% success rate it seems. And that is the way it is used in India yeah, I believe yeah. right it's so, oral polio so vaccine. So it said that probably five kids have like chance of getting it so. But the thing is that the trade off uh, when you look at vaccination right yes there are cases when the when you actually get affected with the disease but compared to the number of people who don't get the disease that is very small number yeah. that is the, basically the reason it's still See look at it now we don't have any not many new cases I, I'm not sure in, in India I think we have a few cases left Yeah but the only disease it's yeah. not there right I think the only disease that is 100% uh, eradicated from mouth is uh, smallpox but they do have uh, some of the they would have kept the samples samples hidden yeah. uh, away in some yeah maybe if, because if you are if you are a create vaccine right you will need some of those pathogens as well but it's a little scary idea anyway yes <laughs> and uh, second one is inactivated vaccine where you use uh, parts of the pathogen maybe you know physical parts or use some kind of protein or dna whatever sequence from the pathogen to create a vaccine the disadvantage here is that it's not as ex- effective as a uh, live attenuated vaccine uh, you might need multiple shots uh, you might have heard of something called booster shots i used to hear yeah, this yeah, very yeah. often when you were a kid we, we used to take you repeatedly to doctor for booster shots that's like once you have the main shot then maybe a year later you need to continuously like you know that is exactly what we do with our uh, dog as well right yeah, yeah he needs to get a shot every year uh, so that means the immunity gradually goes down so you need to re-inject them and get the immunity back yeah so if you didn't know i used to be a very weak kid when it came to uh, these <laughs> yeah things. you sitting here itself yeah. is a kind of a miracle is yes. what i want so we said that edward jenner the, there was practices of vaccination even before uh, jenner actually um, found the vaccination for a smallpox right there was another process called variolation which was practiced in some of the countries just before uh, you know during the late medieval and early uh, modern ages where um, they used to take smallpox cells uh, heat them up and then inject it inject them in your body okay so this also didn't have much big rate of success uh, there was this lady mary wortley montagu who saw this being practiced in ottoman empire and she bought it to the western world like england and all that and to popularize it she actually i think she actually did this process on her kids as well uh, but usually had a lot of side effects and stuff like that um and again vaccination is not a f- completely foolproof uh, way to prevent anything it's not 100% mm. uh, effective uh, because basically you're just you know injecting the same pathogen and all that but the way we hope vaccination would work is now look at this scenario right now there is a pandemic raging in the world you may not be now india has around what 1.3 billion people mm. now you think about okay if, if you're providing vac- vaccination you need 1.3 billion doses of vaccination right but there is something called herd immunity uh, where 
majority of the people in the society are immune through vaccination right so that they don't transfer these diseases to each other that means even the people who are not immune to the vaccine they will have drastically reduced chances of getting the vaccine because the people around them are immune right yeah, so yeah, the yeah. transmission doesn't happen that is why you might not need now don't quote me on this but you might not need to vaccinate every single person in the country let's take a place like bangalore most of the people are immune there is no way of for the va- and rest of them are not not infected by the virus so since most of them are uh, already in herd immunity phase what happens is it cannot be transmitted to each other yeah right? the infectivity of the yes. virus will reduce mm. drastically because there is no platform for it to jump exactly. from one person to that another. is exact now do you think everybody in the world is immune against smallpox no probably not mm. but the thing is that it had no way to transmit itself itself because majority of the people are immune to it so that is how you slowly eradicate polio also same thing right I don't think many of our previous generation or even our generation might be uh, vaccinated with polio. Kids are being done from you know past maybe two or three generations. That's all. Even though there are people potentially out there who can get infected, they will not because there is no way for the virus to reach them. Yeah. So that's what. Okay. I I'm not sure if polio vaccines are still there because yeah they're it's still, still there, there. Yes. it's still there okay but Actively. it's not it's not being uh, I think uh, advertised as much but if you look at it earlier probably 15 years back because the ads mm. used to be there right right I think that was a time when they were they really were pushing it hard to get all the uh, you know immunity done across India maybe we have reached a state where that is happening anyway so people are not that much concerned. Anyway, yeah. I remember Amitabh Bachchan used to comment. Yeah, yeah, he used to be the ambassador and like do bund zindagi ki. Yeah, so um, Edward Jenner invented smallpox vaccine basically by injecting cowpox. Uh, so the story behind that was interesting because smallpox was affecting everybody except the ladies who were taking care of cows. People who handle cows. Yeah, so cow though they used to get some a milder disease called cowpox. So that actually immunized them against smallpox. He found out that he took the pus from, you know, a lady who has cowpox and injected another boy. That's how the story goes. But that is actually not the first time someone has tried for smallpox. Hmm. There have been at least four or five incidents, you know, before this boy was injected, but you know, someone who publishes the paper gets the credit right yeah I mean, someone has to be the so. hero yeah, rightfully yeah. so yeah. and few years after that i think after, almost after 50 years louis pasteur came up with vaccination for rabies hmm. and if you don't really know rabies it's a very very dangerous disease it, i don't know why it's not got that see it we talk about covid-19 yes it is very dangerous and all that kind of stuff but rabies is like frighteningly uh, dangerous yeah even i didn't know like when uh, our friend sent us that uh, um quara <laughs> article right yeah. that's when we realized probably we should link it hmm. uh, in the description so, so that, that people, people can, can have nightmares yeah. right about that uh, bat story i don't know why bats are associated with all it's not that's just bats even dogs are uh, dogs <laughs> yeah, can yeah, get that's why you immunize them every year right so rabies basically affects your central nervous system and you will not know that you're affected for about 2 months to 1 year and once you start seeing the symptoms there is no going back you yeah. will die eventually yeah, yeah. that, that, that too insane. a terrible death yeah. where you are like scared of water you can't even drink water see people yeah have constant I think headaches that is one of the most scariest scariest disease existing in the world yeah, as yeah, of now maybe, maybe. Kind of, yeah. could be one of them so yeah so yeah so jenner came out with vaccination for rabies so after that there has been lot of vaccinations this Tetanus. 
so tetanus virus works a little different um, so it doesn't it, it is not directly creating immunity against the bacteria which causes tetanus it creates immunity against the toxins that vac- that bacteria okay, creates okay, okay. so that is a different kind of uh, vaccination yeah but yeah tetanus also has vaccine lot of diseases have vaccine which uh, which have come out in recent years i think one of the major disease which still doesn't have a vaccine might be aids yeah yeah right. uh, they've been uh, working on it since 86 or something but still they don't have it in 85 they mentioned that back t- the vaccine will be out in like 2 years right not instilling too much of confidence like yeah. but you know what there are that might be one off case but i know that uh, you know look at the news right lot of companies are working for vaccine against covid-19 right now mm-hmm. hopefully something comes out but the difficulty here is again um, you know touching on why it takes so much time creating a vaccine is not an easy thing you have to make sure that you are not infecting people with that pathogen now you understand the complexity right so you have to make sure that you are attenuating the vaccine in, uh, the pathogen enough you have to understand how it works and another difficulty that uh, we face is the pathogen kind of mutates itself as a pandemic you know um, as time passes through uh, what happens is it starts adapting to different environment it starts spreading faster or it becomes more powerful so for each of the mutation you will have to accommodate that into the vaccine so this is why vaccination takes so much time usually it takes about 10 to 15 years mm. so if someone comes and says that uh, we are coming out with the vaccine for the existing pandemic in 6 months you should be applauding them or could be a little skeptical maybe a bit of both because uh, yeah there's a lot of testing that uh, yeah. involves in uh, creating the, these vaccines right mm. and i've heard a lot of people say that hey why can't they just make a vaccine leave the testing and all that we'll just that is release absolute it and disaster it. because there'll be like a lot of side effects yes then you never know how much ef- effective it's going to be and if they do that right instead of testing and uh, releasing it at the earliest anti vaxxers have a <laughs> chance of you know Yeah. showing that vaccines doesn't exactly. work exactly so this anti anything group is funny okay they have these anti vaccine group they have these anti uh, whatever group i have even heard that there is a group that believes that holocaust never never happened so uh, we can happily ignore them is what i feel yeah yeah that's true but, but you know flat earthers they name themselves flat mm-hmm. earthers not mm-hmm. like anti round earth they are most positive yeah. i think Pretty yeah good. so uh, hopefully we'll see something coming out soon but you have to understand it's a very difficult process before you start uh, you know blaming the doctors and scientists and all that it's not easy they have to make sure do two or three rounds of tests on you know test subjects before releasing it to the public so being patient is the only thing we can do about it patient with the c e r with the t <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, thank you so much for listening but i have to mention this most of the ideas that we have discussed here came from one amazing video that infographic showed which is a youtube channel is put out on youtube uh, we will link to the video in the description definitely go and watch it explains in a much better way there is a lot of information in crammed into like 10 minutes of video and all their videos are amazing but this one is like excellent it gives you complete overview about how vaccine works in a pictorial way which is you know much easier to understand and all that so go and watch that and uh, i don't think i have anything more to add but yeah hopefully everything will be is there anything to add we, probably we can add some vaccine stories do you have any i have a lot of vaccine stories i have <laughs> see i don't remember vaccine for me was just another injection i don't have anything specific. i used to be really scared of it <laughs> <laughs> i am i used to be fine but i used to always think what does this booster shot mean 
now i got to know that booster shot because you had to enter that into your uh, school records hmm. right or if you have not done it outside in they used to come to school and get it done for you oh wow yeah yeah so that is like this periodic booster shots was just to maintain that immunity high uh, that's it right yep that's it and i remember uh, just to f- uh, round it off i remember before going to my engineering college uh, i had to get a uh, uh, hepatitis vaccination or something uh, have that document with me and submit it to the college something like that yeah wow so that is the only story i remember about mine uh, okay yeah i have one story which is regarding tetanus mm-hmm. it was not even me who was getting the shot mm-hmm. dad got bit by a cat or something and he is had that to when go you get lost it. consciousness and stuff yeah so so he went to the hospital they said they you have to bring someone with you so that <laughs> if you fail they can take care of mm-hmm. you i went with him it was a dispensary not a hospital right. so he got the shot i fainted <laughs> 